it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. You're going to have to tune out a lot of noise. And you've heard me say it on this program. You know, some people get upset when I say it. Some people uh, like it. We're right, they're wrong. If you're a conservative, and I'm not the first one to say this, but I'm, I'm putting my stamp on it. If you're a conservative watching, let's say, it's indictment day. And to all the twerps that are all over social media, uh, it's like indictment day, it's indictment day. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, you, you've, been, you've been waiting for this your whole damn life. And you don't realize that you're on an emotional roller coaster. Donald Trump was impeached on the hearsay of a Biden staffer working with Adam Schiff's staff. That's a fact. Schiff has lied about it repeatedly. You have to be willing to say to yourself, we're right there wrong. And when somebody somebody engages, we're right there wrong. Whichever way you want to say it. There is, there's no more getting along. There just isn't. If you're a conservative that still thinks there's room for negotiation or bipartisanship or whatever it is, then you don't accept the fact there's a war on you. And there is. There's a war on you right now. And I will tell you this. And this is something, I, again, I, I, I echo the sentiments of my friends and colleagues who do not understand the hate for Ron DeSantis. All right? I don't think there's a bad option. I'm being honest with you. I'm not endorsing, but I don't think there's a bad option. If Donald Trump, for whatever reason, by his own decision, were to say, I've had enough of this. It's not worth it to me anymore, which is what I think they're looking for. And I will say this, I don't think Donald Trump's the type of person that would crush under that kind of weight. I mean, you know, if, if he was going to crush under that kind of weight, he'd have been, he'd have, he'd have been a sub looking for the, the Titanic, okay? That's how much pressure this man has been under. He would have crumbled like a tin can diving down to the depths of the, of the Titanic. And he's still here. And they've been thrown, they've thrown everything at him. I would say at this point that whatever Jack Smith thinks he has, whatever legal maneuvers he's making, whatever attempts he is uh, going for to now indict Donald Trump on January, that ain't nothing compared to the Mueller investigation, which went here, there, and everywhere. Now, granted, he's already spent, what, like $10 million? But I don't think that, as far as pressure goes, equates to what Donald Trump went through as a candidate nominee and president in the first two years of his first term. So I don't think he's going to crush under the weight. But let's just say, for whatever reason, all of that would transfer to whomever is the Republican nominee. Do you really think there's an acceptable Republican nominee to these people, unless that person is so rhino-ish, so wedded to the Democrat wing of the Republican Party. And even then, and even then, they would still pull out the pages of the old playbook. This is never going to change. It doesn't matter if it's Jeb Bush or Mike Pence, or whatever Republican, the New York Times editorial page will inevitably endorse. Who do you think it's going to be? I don't know. I don't know who they would endorse. I can't think of one, but it doesn't matter. The last time around, it was Jeb Bush. Shocker, right? 
But these people are at war with you. And they're done playing. And I will point to that open border time and time and time and time again. They are flooding this country with a wave of humanity. The central planners, the technocrats, they are done with challenges to their power and authority. They're done with it. And whatever missteps Donald Trump had in his first administration, and there were many, and that comes with, that comes with nominating an outsider. That probably would have been the fate of a Steve Forbes or a Ross Perot or a Herman Cain or whomever. You take someone from the outside, the downside of the outside is they've got to pull people together, some from the inside, some maybe from the outside, but still, you know what I'm saying. I think they know this time around, Donald Trump is not going to pick an Elaine Chow and we'll get into Mitch McConnell to head up transportation or any of the people that have just been in the swamp their entire careers. I think the swamp knows. I think this town knows that if Donald Trump gets elected again, if this country is sick and tired of the same old, same old, from the same old people in the same old town doing the same old things, no matter what they promise, that a second Donald Trump presidency means that it's no more scalpels, it's hatchets. And I mean that figuratively, please. There can be no more going along to get along. There can be no, hey, let's meet in the middle and shake hands. These people have dedicated themselves to destroying you and turning this country into something that we've never seen before. That's what, that's it. I'm, I, to some of you, are like, ah, Uniparty, Andrew, I'm saying it all. I get that. But many of you have tried to be nice. Anyone see the movie Roadhouse? Be nice. What if someone calls my mama a whore? Is she? Be nice until it's time to not be nice. Now, I'm not talking about violence. I'm not talking about violence. Oh, boy. You know, that's, 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 I mean, when Adam Schiff goes to bed at night and he, he, he spoons his Eric Swalwell body pillow, that's what he dreams of. That's what these Democrats dream of. January 6th could have been brought to them by a fat man in a red suit, a sleigh, and a team of reindeer. It was the gift. It was an absolute gift to them because it let them wipe away all of the violence that they goaded on and egged on and encouraged all through the Trump years. One day, a couple of hours, wiped that all away. They forgot all about the damage, all about the destruction, all about the cops that got hurt. They had January 6th, and it was the gift. I'm talking about making yourself more clear. More clear. However you plan to do that. Making yourself more clear. Because these people are at war with you. And that's not hyperbole. When Donald Trump says, it's not me, thereafter, it's you. I'm just in the way. He's right. You did something that was the most unapproved of thing in Washington, D.C., bar none. You didn't let them decide who would be president. 
It was supposed to be Jeb Bush versus Hillary Clinton. And whichever way that went, they weren't battling for ideas or an ideology or a way of life. It was just who was going to have the head seat, who was going to be one, who was going to be two. So the Democrats would have got would have would have taken a little bit more for their plates, but all the Republicans would have fallen in line. And vice versa. Yes, 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 they would shake their fist, a Bush presidency, another Bush, an oil man, whatever it is. But you would have still gotten that open border. Do we really think that you would have gotten border security under a Jeb Bush presidency? Hells no. I mean, it would have been the same old, same old. You did something that was unapproved of, and now they're going to make you pay. Now, again, I'm not joining the anti-DeSantis bandwagon. You won't be hearing that from me. And I don't see a lane of opportunity, at least to the top of the ticket, for many of the people running. Although I will say it, quite frankly, I'm really liking Vivek. I, I, I am. And I don't know if his time is now, but the man certainly has a lot to offer the conservative movement. I, I can't I can't think of anything I don't really like. I can't think of anything I don't like about him. Now, with that said, I don't know what he's actually done in this arena. But then again, we didn't know that about Donald Trump either. You know, initially, I will never forget my wife, my wife, Brittany, was with Donald Trump on Escalator Day. Escalator Day. I admittedly was back and forth, Cruz, Paul, Cruz, Paul, Cruz, Paul, Cruz, Paul. If you remember me back then, I said, you know, what would just make me lose my mind is if Mike Lee was running, because then I really wouldn't know what to do with myself. We had two known constitutional conservatives, one more traditional in Cruz, one more libertarian in Paul. And that was on top of Ron Paul winning straw poll after straw poll after straw poll at places like CPAC. So I was going with the known commodities. But my wife was Trump on escalator day. I kid you not. But we didn't know. But damn was it good. I mean, damn, was it good. I will say this only better than Reagan in this sense. Reagan was a governor of the one of the largest states in the union. He had executive experience, a more known commodity. We took a completely unknown commodity and got one of the most effective presidents in the history of this country, a pure outsider. Now, the man is not perfect. No man is. No woman is. Some of his staffing decisions, some were perhaps an error in judgment, perhaps going along to get along, again, Elaine Chow. But again, she also had experience in the Reagan administration. But the Trump agenda, the Trump agenda was one that millions of us were waiting for. And unfortunately, Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell were the ones standing in the way. We can't blame the Democrats for that at all. By the way, it, this ought to, if you're a Democrat and you're looking at Dianne Feinstein, 
This is where you want to talk about something that could be agreed upon if there was going to be one. It's time to repeal the 17th Amendment. It is time to repeal the 17th Amendment and return Senate seats to appointment and, and, and with recall. Because right now, Kentucky would be recalling Mitch McConnell and California would be recalling Dianne Feinstein. Why are they even there? Let's just be honest. Mitch McConnell had a stroke right in front of your face. Mitch McConnell had a stroke live on television. Uh, are you a doctor? No. But I know what I'm looking at. Mitch McConnell had a stroke live on television. He's also been falling down, much like Joe Biden. These people are not representing their states. They're not. Dianne Feinstein is non-functioning. And Mitch McConnell's getting there. And we went through this with both Ted Kennedy and John McCain, who refused to relinquish their seats while they were suffering from brain cancer. Because they will not give up their grip on power. 80 years old, 90 years old, these people will never let go. And this is what I will say to any young progressive. If you think you're getting new ideas from Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or Joe Biden, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. These people are one foot in the grave. Say, Andrew, whoa, what about when you're that age? When I'm that age, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't want to be doing this when I'm 80. The stress, and I'm not complaining. Nobody wants to hear me complain. I'm not complaining. If there there was any person that could point at themselves and say, I'm a working person in this business, it's me. It took me an hour and a half to get in this morning. And it'll take me an hour and a half to get home. And I'll walk in the door tonight around 8 p.m. Maybe 7.45 if I really, you know, hoof it. I don't want to be doing this when I'm 80. I don't want this level of stress. Staying up to all hours of the night, sending clips, reading articles, editing articles, sending articles to a TV producer, a radio producer, a TV producer, a radio producer. When I'm done, I'm done. But these people can't let it go. And because they put their barbed hooks in with their special interest legislation and their loopholes and all the things they do to build their support, it's almost impossible to pull that out. Wine six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. I mean, you'd think by now that people in Pennsylvania would be looking at John Fetterman and go, "Is is this guy here? Is he there? Are the lights on? Is anybody home?" Wine six ninety five Patriot. But I'm going to play for you something in the next segment. And it is amazing to me how people in the media, and I would love, you know, if there ever comes a day where somebody audits my career and says, you know, here's you saying one thing and here's you saying another thing. I I can't believe that these people who all went off the deep end, whistleblowers are patriots, we must believe them, we must protect them are now saying so-called whistleblowers. In the case of Eric Charmella, a Biden staffer who was held over into the Trump administration, didn't even hear the call with Zelensky. 
when he filed a whistleblower report. The two men that were actually investigating, the actual investigators that were investigating Hunter Biden, sat before the House of Representatives, and the media is calling them so-called whistleblowers. And we're not talking about 25, 30-year-old clips. We're talking the same media personalities separated by a mere four years. And Tom Elliott over at Grabian did an amazing job compiling a long montage. I broke it up into two segments because I'm not going to make you listen to four minutes worth of stuff back to back. But understand this. Understand this. On indictment day, go get a ham sandwich. If you're having lunch today, have a ham sandwich. Get the Jack Smith special. Have a ham sandwich. And look at that ham sandwich and go, you are guilty of something. Nom, 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 nom. They've been doing this to Trump all this time. And they cannot believe. They refuse to accept. They absolutely deny that what is happening right now with Joe Biden is rooted in fact and evidence. 1-6-6-95-PATRIOT-957-2874. And if I have to hear the word unverified from these people one more time, I'm going to puke. Because unverified didn't mean anything to them in 2016. Say it with me. Say it with me. Say it with me. Say it with me. We are right. They are wrong. That is the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program, your arguments, cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.